what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 372 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always, a little old school throwback. We are remote. Well, Willie's remote. Just Willie and I, Willie Sailor from the South Point Hotel. Willie, how are you doing? You're looking very golden today. It's the lighting here is, is golden. I don't know why. It probably has something to do with the, uh, I don't know, keeping people, keeping people, I don't know, awake and gambling or fresh or something. You know how they do it. It probably activates. Drugs. Yeah, they did all the science. There's it probably activates your brain, makes you want to go downstairs, or maybe it sublim, subliminally puts it in your mind like I need a, I need gold. Yeah. I'm in this gold. I want to be surrounded by we gold. Do, and you just go downstairs. Or gold. You know how they do those things that like they keep the they keep the casino cooler so that you you stay awake. Uh, they do some other things. Uh, one other thing I was thinking of, <clears throat> I don't know why. Every hotel, but especially casinos, like the TV service that they have, it, it's like it's a real pain to try to get the, the channel you want. Mm-hmm. You ever you know those new services? It's like why do they do that? Why do they pick the absolute worst format that they could? I don't know. Maybe so you just say, screw this. I'm going to, I'm going to the casino. Sometimes I can't believe how hard your life is, Willie. It's really hard. Well, <laughs> I got, look, I got the, got the horses in the back. So that was <laughs> appropriate. If you're, if you're not watching live uh, on the video portion of this show, there's a painting behind Willie and there's horses running and, he made a, a pop culture reference, so I thought that was really that was really good of you, Willie. So the United States Open technically, I guess, started yesterday, but it really the senior level stuff starts today with freestyle starting tomorrow. I'm getting there today, get on a flight. Bracky and Nomad are en route as we speak. I think Bracky somehow is getting to Vegas by like 6 a.m., which is incredible. It'd be really funny if he just like came to your room in the middle of the show. That'd be That'd pretty be great, awesome. But- I don't know. When, Everything got messed up because you guys had a storm. Their flights got canceled last night. The room was changed and people's names and all that jazz. So yeah, I don't know. I have to I have to switch rooms here in a little bit. It's it's six twenty three in Las Vegas right now, which is pretty early. I just saw the sun come up over the uh, over the Rocky Mountains. Over the Pacific. The Rocky it's the Pacific Ocean, actually. It's the Pacific Ocean. All right, so we'll get into some wrestling talk here. Um, sorry for the late start, <clears throat> but better late than never, you ungrateful people. Uh, Alex Clemson, new head coach at Maryland. Congrats to Clemson uh, and Maryland and uh, kind of a longer process than maybe we, we anticipated, but I think it's a savvy hire, and uh, you know, I was, it, it was funny cause I was looking back like, okay, how, you know, what was his impact at Missouri? How was his time there? And it, it was, uh, it was actually kind of surprising to me. Like the difference, at least in results that, that Missouri had was while, while he was there relative to the five years before you think of Missouri, you think, man, perennially great, great. They're always good. They do, um, kind of about the same. But like so the five years while Clemson was there, they were four, six, fifth, six, and sixth. And in the previous five years, they finished fourteenth, seventh, twenty-sixth, nineteenth, and tenth. So there's a lot of factors in that. And I'm not saying that Clemson was the only variable there, but that is notable. Uh so kind of an under the radar 
higher maybe considering all the names that were thrown around scott moore and beckerman and pritzloff's name was in there etc but uh i think it, if nothing else it's someone that can kind of reset the standard there and, and get things moving he knows the recruiting landscape well so um it's gonna take a long time this is not gonna be like i don't know even purdue with ursland like it's gonna be hard um they they the cupboard is empty. Hamida is gone, and it's about as empty as you can get. I don't know. Yeah, it is empty. It is a cavern, and it's going to take a while for him to get even. Even like um, even like Edinburgh loses Tim Flynn, right? And Matt Hill comes in, and like all, all these kids transfer gear, transfers, and Corbin Myers transfers, and all these guys transfer. There's still talent on Edinburgh's roster. Uh, Maryland, there ain't nothing to work with. Um, like, I mean, you could put a team out, but you, I don't think there's any expectations for like anybody on the roster. No, no, and, and you know, with Bird not coming now, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a bit. But you know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, Willie. Yeah, I think, you know, my thoughts on Clemson is that my perception of Clemson is that he's very responsible. He's very on top of things. He um, always pays his bills. He pays his taxes routinely on an annual basis. Yeah. No, um, but he's he's been at a lot of different successful programs. He's paid his dues. He's responsible. He knows the recruiting landscape um, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but he he was like sort of the guy at Missouri, right, with coming up with his targets and such, right? Right. Accurate. Um, so I think I think he's going to be solid. It's going to take time. I think the jury's going to be out for a while. For um, sure. They're going to have to give him. They're going to have to give him a lot of time. Um, so two things that that kind of the next evolution or the next step uh, questions that pop up is what do you think his staff is going to be? Any any ideas? Uh, yes, but I don't. No, no, I don't know. That's a something fun to say. What'd you say? That's the sound. That's the reaction of you knowing but not wanting to say. Well. There's other wow. people already on staff. I mean, they, they currently have coaches there right now. So uh, I'm sure he's – I'm no. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Kind of – I wasn't really expecting uh, Okay. That. I should have been. Then, next, then the, the next question – you don't want to talk about that. The next question for me is who replaces Clemson at Missouri? And when I thought – when that happened, one name popped in my brain, and I was like, that's – Stupid if they don't, unless there's reasons I don't know about. But then there was a couple message threads, and this guy's name didn't get mentioned, but Mike Ironman? Why? I mean, we talked about this mm, a couple weeks ago. Why Why this guy isn't on a Division One staff, I I have no idea. Like, it makes no sense to me at all. Yes, he should be there. He, sh- he, should, be a, he should be a coach somewhere at the Division One level. Um why Coach Smith would or wouldn't do this or why Mike Ironman would or would not want this, I don't know. All I know is that guy is a 
elite coach that is not in the D1 pool, and he should be. And that's all I'll say. Well, listen, I mean, the talent he produces and the talent he ships to Missouri, to Columbia, is undeniable. And there's no – like, it'd be different if he was, like, you know, a really good coach that was rough around the edges and hard to work with and, and uh, I don't know, had a drinking problem or something or, like, I don't know, an anger management issue or something. But or Mike, Mike's – what if he had gout? Um, but Mike not only produces this talent, he's also an awesome dude. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and all that talent goes to Missouri – you look at his products, Jaden and Jaden and um, JQs and Mahler. Uh, um, JQs and Mahler and probably a couple others. I mean, he's producing half the lineup. Yeah. No. Uh, seemed to be a slam dunk to me. I, I mean, Coach Smith may just slide up his staff and just re- throw a volunteer in there. I don't know, but yeah, he would be a he'd be an excellent hire. I mean, I think he's like I think he's the ideal like in-the-room assistant coach guy. I don't know if he's like a head coach, D1 head coach, at least right now, but I think you he's a guy you want having his hands on, on your athletes day in, day out. Because I think on the mental side and then on the technical side, he's real, he's a real curveball, right? Like if you had to ask her, and like that's a curve, that's a completely different game changer. I, I think the same for him. I, that's, a, that's a guy I think um, a, a lot of staff should be looking at. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's a good question. And, uh, I think that's a pretty obvious answer, but I don't know if it's sometimes things seem really obvious, but maybe there's other reasons. I and mean, maybe there's, yeah, I mean, now I'm, I'm kind of railing about it, but I don't know who don't, maybe, maybe Mike doesn't want it, want to, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't, um, I wouldn't be able to understand why Mike Ironman would want a D one job and not have one right now. That's that's yeah. what I'll say. If he if he want one, how is how is he not doing that? Okay. Uh, where where you want to go next, Willie? You, we got a couple things here. Dealer's choice. You're in uh, Vegas. Where are we well, going? Well, it's it's U.S. Open week. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening. You you almost need like a cheat sheet of when things are starting because not starting, but when are they happening because. Uh, there's one, there's so much going on. And two, the schedule seemingly changes every year. Right. Um, of note, women and Greco start today, finish tomorrow and, and kind of a new wrinkle. The junior finals are after the senior finals. So just a programming note there, but, um, um, oh, Hey, and another thing. Next year is going to be goofy. We're, we're kind of getting into the freestyle season now, and we're talking about how things are laid out, the Open and Final Flex and the World Team Trials Challenge Tournament and things like that. Next year, from what I hear, um, we got Stephen Kyle's calling right now. I hope he's okay. Um, you should answer. He might next be. Year, should we answer on. live yeah, on the put, show? Put him on. Tell him he's on the show. Put it on speaker. Say, Kyle, you're on the show. Kyle, you're on the show. You're on Flow Radio Live. This is the first time we took a oh, caller man. since Johnny from Roanoke. <laughs> you got to the hotel. Um, Tell him what room. Ask you're him in. for a room. Ask him for a room with the horses in the back. No, hey, Kyle, 
Can you just come up to room uh, 1040? Oh, uh, no, 1046. <laughs> 1046. Come up to 1046 and be on the show right now. We need you. All right, I'm on my way. All right. Wow. Kyle's, Kyle's in route. Radio <laughs> radio history. Hey, I, I predicted this, or at least I, I hoped for this. This is, this is outstanding. This show couldn't be off to a better start. So you're talking uh, U.S. Open, Sked. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, so be on the lookout. I'm really intrigued by it. Next year, the um, I'm actually, I'm also scared. But next year is an Olympic year, right? Right. So when we were, you know, Christian and I go to USA Wrestling, Colorado Springs, or, or the USA Wrestling staff comes down to flow uh, once a year, at least once a year. And when we were out there last time, we were talking a lot about flow nationals, of course. Uh, cause it was the first year for that. But anyway, in those discussions, they are kicking the tires on because the schedule is compressed in an Olympic year next year. They're talking about bringing everything to, to Vegas, including what would be Akron. Um, I don't believe U 23s, but I'm not sure, but Akron, the, the, the cadet trials juniors, because from what I'm told, next year cadet worlds are mad early, like May or June or something. What? Like June. Holy. So cow. anyway. So wait, Akron all, would be I going hate, on right now. The cadet tournament, the cadet world team trials would be right now. Would be, yeah. Which oh I hate. Gosh. I hate. I mean, we've and I told them that this is not a secret. I'm not going on the air and saying, talking bad about it because I told them. I told them that, but. I just think from a visibility standpoint and trying to grow the sport standpoint, if we get if we get cadets on their own weekend, we can blow them up. We can make them stars. If we get juniors on one weekend, we can blow them up. We can you know, focus our energies on them. We talked about it a couple of years ago, right? Uh, of course. Yanni's wrestling, Yanni's wrestling Nick Lee or somebody. It goes unnoticed because over here, Derringer's wrestling Chance Marshall or Dake or somebody. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so put put them on an island and let uh, let us really focus on them. But um, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying they're they're talking about it just because of how the Olympic schedule is uh, uh, changes things up next year. Man, that would really stink. I would not like that, and I hope it doesn't happen. I like I like things on islands as much as possible, especially this time of year. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. Um, but we'll we'll find out together. Hopefully we can influence them to or hopefully there's another solution out there but i don't know what you do if, if cadet worlds are in june you got to have it sometime and it does make sense i i understand why they would make that decision so that would be crazy um or we could have we could have the trials at flow national that's what i'm hoping but i don't know if that's you know, oh okay okay i mean it's it's a possibility but that would be cool um so you, what do you want to talk? You want to talk about the uh, juniors? Let's do that because we haven't discussed that yet, and uh, feels topical because juniors are freaking loaded. Yeah, juniors are loaded, and I don't know. Maybe it's recency stuff. You know, you look at rosters or you look at entries, and you just say best ever. I, mean, I guess sometimes I'm prone to hyperbole, but I look at 
entries, and I'm like, this is amazing. But the level of participation and the level of talent in this year's junior brackets, I mean, to me, it's just amazing. I don't know if anything will top 2015 for me, at least that 74-kilogram bracket. That was so, so crazy. I'll, I'll see if I can look it up. But cliff notes are Mark Hall, Jason Nolf, Joe Smith, Chance Marsteller, Daniel Lewis, John J. Chavez, Logan Massa. That was crazy. And then we had Dayton, Michich, uh, Bresser, Cruz, all at 57. So that was a really nasty one. We had Zahid versus Miles in the finals. So it's up there. Yeah. In terms, in yeah, terms of star awesome. power, for sure. But yeah, this this year, why, why don't you get into some of the weights? I, I really like sixty one, seventy uh, four is great. I, I tweeted about that one. But RBY Decatur Saunders Robinson's really good. Fifty uh, seven is really really good too. I think Pat Glory is probably the class of that one. Yeah. Well, one thing, I, maybe I missed it. Um, something you said in there, but in the past. We've seen a lot of – we've seen big, robust, talented U.S. Open junior fields. But then when they go to the trials, those brackets, they end up being like six people. I'm not sure I understand that. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure I, I, I don't understand. Why. Do people just like going to Vegas? One time, Kyle Snyder had one match to make the junior world team. Just one, one Only one person came, Nate Rodert. Yes. That happened. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's pretty crazy because you'll see these you'll see these big loaded brackets. You're gonna look at brackets like you're gonna look at brackets like 57. Which when I did my pre seeds, um, I couldn't stop going all the way down to 20 seeds. I mean, I feel like 20 guys need to be seeded, and then they'll go to the trials, and it'll be a six man bracket. Yeah. Like, well, I I wonder if part of it is qualification like do you have to finish top eight to even qualify and then it's just like two guys don't go because i don't know the parameters for for qualification anywho let's get to the let's get to the weights all right let's get to them i i did the i did these pre-seeds and um so i pretty good lay of the land 57 kilograms i had malik heinzelman uh seated first and uh, I have Ray Buffoli second um, based on his U23 finals last year. But, you know, I was looking at Greco entries last night. Rayvon's wrestling both styles. Classic. He's entered in both styles. Well, but cool. the goofy thing about it is, Christian, is Greco is first and it's 60 kilograms. And then he'd have to get down to 57. Sounds like that's not stuff. really going to happen. I know. I, I mean, it has all the makings of, yeah, he's going to scratch for one of them. Yeah. Um, but, but get into, I mean, you didn't even say Pat Glory's name yet. To me, he's the guy that's probably going to win now, this. Now, Glory's really tough to rank or seed. Heinzelman, Foley, Glory, Barnett, which is last year's Fargo champ. Julian Tag, a previous world team member. Matt Ramos won a cadet world title last year. Joey Melendez was third at the trials last year. Aaron Cashman made a world team before. He's fourth at the trials last year. Latona is Fargo champ. Uh, a guy that I'm really looking forward to see is Jacob Camacho, and I have him as a 10 seed. So that would be a 10, um, 10-7 with Melendez, and I would take him over uh, Melendez. Oh, when I and looked, that, he wasn't entered. That's Camacho. I really am excited to watch him. 
Yeah. Who's it? Pat, Pat Pafflesio and uh, Melissa Simmons. Melissa, you entered your guys late. Well, I don't. I still don't see. Oh, Jacob. Never mind. There's there's multiple Camachos. Yeah, call them Camachos in there too. Um, but Jacob, if the seeds hold, Jacob would have uh, Aaron Cashman. No, Jacob would have Joey Melendez and then Rayvon Foley. And I think Jacob Camacho can beat those guys. All right, who do you think is going to win this weight? I think. Oh, my gosh. I think Glory. Yeah, for sure. I just think he's a better wrestler. You guys want to go on a, you guys want to go on a tour with me in my hotel room? Oh, Lord. As uh, Come on, let's back up. This is Cribs. This is. Yeah, Chris. South Point Crib. Wow, if you're watching, Willie's walking throughout. There he is. Mr. Oh. Alien Hour What's himself. Up, you're on the show, Bracky. All right, so you got Pat Glory. Ask Bracky who's going with 57 juniors. Look at this list, Kyle. Who's winning this list? Who's winning this bracket? Uh, glory. Glory. Boom. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, we got to go faster. That was horrible. Took way too that long. That was terrible. That was okay, really. Okay, be quick. You, you got to be quick, brother. You're the junior man. Be Let's really go. Quick because we had some, um, we had some scratches, and for whatever reason on God's green earth, this is sort of a smaller list of top contenders. Sixty-one kilograms. Jordan Decatur was runner-up last year and runner-up at the trials. Roman Bravo Young, Gabe Tag, Dylan D'Amelio, Teague Travis, Phil Movie, Phil Mumi, Jared Van Vliet. Josh Saunders officially, I don't know if it's reflected in the registration yet, but Josh Saunders informed me he moved, he's moving up to 65. Uh-huh. And Ryan Sokol, the, the Iowa commit, has scratched, I've been told. Okay. So to me, this is RBY all day. Uh, I don't see Decatur beating him. I don't see anyone else really in there in his league. Uh, so I think this is RBY. I'm going Decatur. Oh, um, no, you aren't. No. Yes, I am. Kyle, Decatur or RBY? Come on. Kyle went RBY. You're, you're Willie. What? One, it's a six-minute match. Two, the, RBY is better. Three, he's been, he's, he's on Penn State's team. What? So I have to pick RBY because he's on Penn State? Uh, I mean, there's just a preponderance of evidence that he's going to win. I, I, I am so confident in this, Willie. We, we should bet. Uh, we, should, we should put your gout meds up for in a, in a bet. I, I can't believe you don't think he's going to win. Listen, didn't RBY already beat him? He beat him in Akron before when he was training at, at Sunnyside. Now he's at Penn State. So he was he better. Beat him at Akron when? Four years ago. Uh sixteen. I mean, he. That's a, Remember this. Has this Decatur never even won Iron Man? I I don't know, dude. This guy this guy was a true freshman All American yeah, at, at the toughest weight. Decatur doesn't win Iron Man because he can't ride people. You don't have, at this here at this tournament. You can just go back up. Okay, but you know what's really okay. Hey, best part we'll find out. We I want to I want to I want action on this though, Willie. Here, 
I, if I don't get some some chicken Carbon for this. No. Oh, here comes a caveat. No, caveat real quick. Off, you're here not getting go. off. No, 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 no. No caveat. If you're not getting off the hook with um with chicken. First time you ever had sushi was here in Vegas at the Open. If RBY, if RBY wins, I will buy you. I will buy you dinner, but you have to eat sushi. Okay. What's well, this is a great bet. <laughs> I love. I like sushi. I never had it. Willie, uh, he's he's opened my eyes to so many things, including uh, the delicious raw fish. I feel like we okay. can top it's that. It's a perfect bet for me too, because. I will expense that meal and get reversed. I know. Um, that's why. That's the other thing. <laughs> All right. So, two horse race there. Uh, 65, 65 is awesome. So uh, awesome. Alirez, another guy just like Saunders, runner up at the trials. Um, or just like Decatur, runner up at the trials last year. So, we got Alirez. Saunders, I have as the two seed based on all his. Um, things last year, even coming up a weight, he was returning third here. He was uh, he won Akron. He was trials third. Um, and then here's a really goofy one: Aragona like has head to heads over O'Toole and, and Abbas. Oh. Um. And so I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with Aragona. They they might not seat him at all. Um. They might put him third where I did or fourth where I did. But here it goes: Alirez Saunders. Aragona, O'Toole, Abbas, Yaya Thomas, Lucas Ravano. Yeah, everyone's been like, oh, Aliris or O'Toole, Aliris or O'Toole. I don't know why Aragona is like not – why is it not Aliris and Aragona? Those are like the two number one guys, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, I mean, we saw – I mean, I think O'Toole in freestyle, maybe it's a different story. I don't know. But uh, to me, Aliris is the I class of this weight. He's a class of the weight. Uh, and he's good. On, he's good on his feet, and he's good in parterre, and he's good. I mean, he was—he darn near beat. Who did he beat at the Schultz? Darn near beat Bryce Meredith. Yeah. Um. Beat Dean Heil. Yeah. The 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 tough thing about Aragona is I don't think that he's ever wrestled. I don't, to my knowledge, he's never wrestled a freestyle match. Hmm. But he he That'll beat O'Toole up. handedly. Mm-hmm. And if the if the seeds would stay this way, I, like I'm okay. Aragona, I think will be fine on his feet. Um, Josh Saunders has a world class gut. Yeah. Um, that that'll be problems for Aragona if he gets taken down. Yes. So yeah, I, I think smart money. Alirez, Kyle, group. Yep. Christian Rez. All right, he's with us. Seventy. Teamer, Sasso, Quincy Monday, Frannick, Coleman, Andonian, Lachau. Uh, any big names I missed there or registered after I made my list? Uh, no, I mean, some guys of no. Oh, Artelona. Uh, and Brayton Lee. Oh, yes. And Justin Ruffin. There, oh. Yes, there's, there's really. There's, oh, my there, I mean, gosh. These guys are Fargo champs. This, this is the money weight, in my opinion. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Super deep. I don't know who you pick. Uh, Teamer. Teamer kind of beat up on Sasso the last time we saw him in freestyle. Um, but that being said, I don't know. I don't know if that would happen again. Uh, 
I'm, they wrestled in folk style, and it was awesome. I got Sasso. You I got, got Sasso. Him. I got him. Uh, I talked. I talked to him in the um, hotel last night, and not that it means anything, but my perception coming into this, and my my the eyeball test at Midlands when I saw them wrestle was like Jacory's big mm-hmm. and Sasso small. I saw Sasso last night. He's good size. Yeah. He was kind of like chuckling about it. I'm like, dang, boy, you got you getting big. He's like, yeah, I'm putting on a little size. So um, I think he'll be better suited size-wise to, to get with Teamer. Uh, I'm going to take – you know I love Sammy. I'm going to take Teamer. Whew. I love him more apparently. Kyle, Teamer or Sasso? I think that's smart money though, Willie. I think you're right. Sasso, uh, Kyle took Sasso. Um, Artelona's in the mix there too. Brayton Lee, Brayton Lee. I mean, there's almost toss-ups with all these guys. I mean, Brayton Brayton Lee's a horse. Brayton beat Sasso soundly at Fargo two years ago. We've seen Teamer beat Sasso. I mean, Sasso's. I I probably shouldn't pick him. I realize that, but he's got. got No, it's a it's a fine pick. I I mean, I think the ones that jump off the page at you are Brayton Teamer and Sasso. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Teamer. Just out of straight explosiveness, um, you know, he gets a full head of steam. That's a four. Yeah, that and and I don't know if Sasso has that ability. Um, okay, seventy four. Excuse me. Uh, we'll, we'll seventy four. Four more kilos. Whitlake, Whitlake, Brands, Kennedy, Julian Ramirez, Joe Lee, Peyton Mako. Uh, who'd I miss? I like Jaden. Uh, did you say David Carr? David Carr moved. Oh, up. that's right. David Carr moved up, so he's in the mix there too. Also, you know, you know who are good that kind of they didn't get their accolades until kind of the end was the Bronigal brothers. Uh, Danny Bronigal won Fargo last year. In fact, I think he was Nelson Brand's only loss there. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think the I think the top tier would kind of include. Oh, you know who else is in there? You didn't say. Did you say Patty Gallagher, Patrick Kennedy. I say Kennedy. Patty Gallagher is darn good. Um, you know, he beat Connor Brady to win the state title. Brady was ranked number one in the country uh, in March. Jaden Maddox is in there. He hasn't – I talked to him too. He said he hasn't wrestled a freestyle match since like junior duels three years ago or something like that. So he's an X factor. Um, but I think the top group here, you probably go with Whitlake, Ramirez, David Carr, that group. I'm putting brands up in there. Brands up in there? Yeah. Brands will make her dance. Yeah, I think I think um, he's gonna be if, in the mix here. Joe Lee, what about what about Joe Lee? I think he's I don't know. Big. Is he gonna be big? How big is he gonna be at seventy four? I don't know. That was my question too. But you know, they say he's gonna be sixty five next year. I don't know. I don't know. Shot well, fired at Vincenzo go, Joseph. I mean, sixty. You know, when he comes off red shirt. Oh, that's um, right. He gets. That's right. He did the gray shirt. So let's go, man. I think I got car, but I think I got car. Remember, Whitlake last year wrestled seventy nine here and seventy four at the trials. Um, he was trials third. Call me crazy. I'm gonna go Travis Whitlake. That's not crazy at all. I that's, that's a real. It's a fine pick. I think. I think I just it's don't know if that big. Man, I know he's that fast. I know. I mean, he yeah. is. He's just so quick to the leg. Um, 
Man, I got a feeling about Nelson, but I, I'll pick Carr. I'll pick Carr. Okay. Carr, I got Whitlink. Um, 79. Great bracket. Aaron Brooks, Dustin Plott, Parker Keckeisen. Mm. Um, Keckeisen just beat... Uh, Keckeisen just beat... Keckeisen uh, just beat yeah, uh, Assad. He just beat Assad. That's right. In freestyle. Oh, you know who just registered? Because Stanford registered late, too. Shane Griffith. Ooh. Wow. He's a, He got big, didn't he, boy? Yeah. Yep. So, ooh, I mean, Brooks, Plot, Eyes, and Griffith. I mean. I'm going to go Brooks. Got to. Come on. Brooks is just like. Brooks destroyed lab. I mean, he killed everyone last year. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I really like plot, but I, I don't think that's a great matchup. I think the guy with the best shot to beat Brooks is Griffith. Yeah. I think he's just yeah. so fundamental and safe and at home. I think he's underrated athletically. Well we saw in um Nomad kept pointing it out uh at juniors last year. It was something about risk control and and tying up Brooks, um, and I think I mean I think Griffin, Griffin kind of does that. Not not particularly ties you up and slows you down, but he stays very fundamental. Well, watch his. I mean, he gave um, he gave Chenzo a really tough match at the scuffle, one of his toughest of the year. Now the the goofy thing with Griffith is, I don't know if he has any f- uh, freestyle credentials. So, um, oh, yeah. where is he going to be seated? Oh, yeah, good point. But, you know, on paper, everybody takes Brooks. 86, your trials runner-up last year was Cordell Norfleet. Um, He'll probably be your top seed. Trials third, who I have seeded second, was Trent Hidley. But Trent Hidley's coming up, I don't know, he's coming up some weight. Gavin Hoffman in the third seed. How many hoagies has he been eating? That's what I'm talking about. Holy hoagie. hoagie. He's at 86? 86. And What's he here food, he's is he a food science major? What is going on, Trent? <laughs> Holy cow. He's wrestling 84 next year. Is he, um, is he roommates with Michael Boykin? <laughs> Trent. <laughs> Trent. Are you going 84 next year, dog? I guess we can ask him. Holy smokes. I heard. Um, but... You know, a lot of good – Jack Jessen won Fargo. Ava Side was our Akron uh, – our world team member. Um, Zach Bronagle was third in Fargo. So a really strong group. And oh, boy. this is one where I don't know if you could go with the top seed, Cordell Norfleet. I mean, he certainly could win it. But who do you like out of, say, Norfleet, Heidley, Hoffman, Jessen, Assad? I like Hoffman. I think he's got combination of things. One – Coming off red shirt at Ohio State, great training situation. Two, lots of freestyle experience. I think he's appropriately sized. I, I love his game. I think he's the best combination of, of factors That's right woman now. Woman and child. Um. <laughs> great calling Baton Rouge. Okay, uh, that's uh, my that's my pick. Yeah, I think he's perfect size too. I don't know. I, Come on. If Cordell Northfleet wins this, I'm not surprised. If Hydley wins this, I'm not surprised. I'll go Hoffman with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm the same. 92, 92, not that juicy. Uh, Jake Woodley is your 
returning trials runner-up, so just a match away from making the team. Lucas Davison, Fargo champ last year. Michael Beard, um, only seventh here last year, had a kind of off tournament. I think he might have got banged up during that. Hey, do you know that Gavin Hoffman did not place here last year? Side note. Makes me feel great Um, about my prediction. (laughs) <laughs> Michael Beard, seventh last year. Um, here, a wild card kind of. Jacob Cardenas, I think he's a hammer, but he's only wrestled one freestyle tournament ever, and he took fifth in Akron. Um, but his losses there were to Braxton Amos and AJ Ferrari, so no shame in that. Um, so I'm taking Beard. Okay. Um, I, I am too. I, I am too, except I'm really not confident in it. I think all think if he had been spending a year at Penn State and in that room and but I don't know where he's at. What's he been doing? He's not at school. Where's he lit? Does he even live? Well, I just you know what I mean. Well, I guess I guess I guess that really um, I guess that really comes into play if you're talking about his freestyle development. But in the open tournament he went in, he murdered everyone. Okay. I mean, it was like assault. It was like assault and battery. And he went in like five of them. Yeah. So I think he's in a good place. Uh, I'll take him. All right. I'm 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 taking him too. All right. Ninety seven. This seems ninety seven's not even even worse. Good. Yeah. Okay. Jake Boyd, Hunter DeJong. I have Hunter DeJong as a, as a two seed because he was a returning fifth here last year. I have Tanner Boyd, DeJong, Sloan. Trippin, I got Sloan because. Set. Two on one tilts. What do you what do you do with Tanner Sloan? He never wrestled before, really. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. You know who entered last night that I think Wyatt Hendrickson entered last night, and I think Wyatt Hendrickson is awesome. This kid yeah. going at uh, Air Force. Um, I don't know. I have no idea who wins this weight. I'll take Tanner Sloan. I don't know what, because tilts. I don't know what Sloan. I don't know what Sloan looks like. Yeah, give me a. Uh, give me. Give me Wyatt Hendrickson. There you give go. Give me Wyatt Hendrickson. 125. Anthony Cassiope in the mix, who is my son's NCAA champion pick. Caleb comes up nice. to me. He's like, hey, I did a, I did a, a wrestling. Uh, I did. A, I wrote a wrestling paper at school today. And come to find out, he just wrote paper. something. Yeah, it's not a paper. It's just a list of things that he wrote in my wife's classroom after school. But basically, he has his NCAA champs and then his top five favorite teams. And then on the back, he wrote, it's a list of wrestlers that will go undefeated in duels next year. These are his predictions. Only in duels. <laughs> they can lose at midlands, but they go undefeated in duels. Austin O'Connor's involved, Anthony Cassiope, and... Yeah. Cash Wilkie. <laughs> Cash Wilkie is he predicts Cash Wilkie will go undefeated in duels next year. And he thinks that Cassiope hey. is gonna beat Gable. Tell Caleb, welcome welcome aboard the Cassiope train. Yeah, I don't know how he, he and he watched he watched he looked up the freestyle and when I told him Cassiope was gonna be their starter, told him how to spell his name. So he's been watching his matches, and I'm like, he knows that Gable beat him badly, but he's like he just kept shoving him out of bounds. And it was freestyle, so he thinks that means nothing. So he'll learn uh, eventually. You know, he's seven. So we got Cassiope, Borst. Who else is in the mix here? Seth Nevels. Talk about eating hoagies. Borst was 
Worst was a 95 pounder in high school. Mm-hmm. The next year, I mean, then he showed up at the the trials at a 92 kilograms. Now he's up to 125 kilograms. Well, you know, Virginia Tech has like one of the top rated uh, like food situations, dining services. A lot of people don't. Know. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious. It's true. It won, it won like know, some I awards. Know, but- so you see what happened to Ty so Walls? Saying, you're saying the freshman 15, it's, it might be like the freshman 25. Well, yeah. Yeah, it might be the 30 with Borst. That's not good for the freshman females. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I think they're fine. Um, All right, so, okay. Cassiope Borst, who was a runner-up, at both the trials of Vegas last year. Luke Luffman, who was ranked third in the country, was uh, Fargo champ and Akron third. And Seth Nevels, I think that's sort of a tier, although Hutchinson was fifth last year. Um, Seth Nevels is really interesting in that I think he came here last year with no freestyle really experience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he did fairly well. And maybe with a year more under his belt, um, he could – he can make a run. Um, yeah, I got Cassiope. I think, I think the smart money is on Cass. I mean, you go Cassiope until proven otherwise. Yeah. All right. So that is juniors, and that will set the table for junior trials in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wonderful place. Um, do you want to talk about Jordan Burroughs' tweet yesterday? Yeah. You have that in the about... document. You know what? I'll look it up. He's uh, you guys probably aren't familiar. He's on Twitter at All I See Is Gold. Um, couple followers somewhere in the 238,000 range. He said he tweeted, "Guys claim they want to grow the sport, but are scared to wrestle each other." And that was it. No further context. And I I asked so, who who who's scared? Who's he? I'm not sure exactly who he's talking about. He could be, um, referring to uh, just like the NCAA champions not wrestling because there's only four of the six but I don't know um, um, yeah I guess the logical conclusion is he's talking about beat the streets and um, there's there was a lot of goofy stuff going on with that I think as far as um, people talking about going and not going um, including Miles Martin's father Greg we love you Greg and um, Mike Novogratz uh, jumped in there as well. Um, but so, okay. So first things first, first, first things first, I think the genesis of this is that, and, and it doesn't have to be just limited to this, but the genesis of it is that it was billed as, or it was talked about as NCAA champs versus world teamers. And that hasn't completely come to fruition. And I'm talking about beat the streets. Right. Well, to, to be fair to the NCAA champions, the they put out the that this was the plan for beat the streets before the, we even had NCAA champions. So it was like right. no matter who wins, you're in kind of thing. That but you know right. it takes two to tango. So it was on that hand, it's like it's a good theme, and I'm glad they're doing it. But also on the other hand, it's a little presumptuous that. Every NCAA right. champ would want to participate, especially when 
Penn State does what they want, right? And they're going to win a lot of NCAA titles every year. And, you know, so it was pretty predictable that they weren't going to get all the NCAA champs. I still think it was a great idea for the theme, but, you know, no Spencer Lee. I think it was a great idea, too. I think it was a great idea, too. I I mean, when you say presumptuous, yes. You say they're all coming and you haven't even – you haven't talked to him yet. I mean, and number three, um, I mean, I think I think there's a rational excuse. Now, I'll go back to Jordan Burroughs' tweet. Do some people play games? Do they duck and dive? Yeah, they even do it in college. When it gets to a pro match, it's even worse. When you get to a charity thing, it's even the same thing. I mean, I go through it with – Christian, you've been in meetings where you're trying to get a pro match together and, and we reach out and we talk to people and it has to be this and it has to be that and it has to be uh, – yeah, they, they do they – do, they are kind of needy. Who's number one even putting high school to matches together? 90, 90% of the kids, 95% of the kids and the parents are like, oh, my God, thank you. I'm up for uh, the opportunity. This is going to be so fun. Just tell me where and when to be. And then you got that 5% that it's like, well, what's weigh-ins going to be? You know, he had a crouton yesterday, and he's a little bit he's a little bit heavy. Can we make the – you know, they have all these needs. Yeah. Um, so on the surface level, yes, Jordan's, Jordan's tweet holds, holds water in the sense that that does go on. Um, on the other hand, there is some – I mean, there's very logical reasons why some of these guys didn't go to or didn't participate in Beat the Streets. There's the U.S. Opens this week. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. The timing of it, I think, makes it a little problematic to get up for the Open. And then, you know, I don't know what the week of training is like. Now, for someone like, like who's not wrestling? Like, I don't think Kassar, I don't know if he's even going to try to make the team this year for – for Spencer Lee, who's not even, you know, wrestling at the Open or probably the trials or at all, I, I don't know what it matters. But for, like, someone like Nolf, who won the – who's going to wrestle in the Open, I can get why he – and Nickel, I can get why they're like, no. And, like, so some yeah. of the matches that I know were thrown around, like Jaden versus Bo was, was thrown around. Jaden's – or Bo's probably like, hey, I want to – I'm gonna. I have to beat this guy to make the world team. I don't know if I want to. On the one hand, on the other hand, he might. You could maybe say, "Hey, it'd be cool to get a feel for him." But I think Bo's probably prioritizing. He's like, "I'll wrestle Jaden, probably, hopefully at Final X." And I think that's probably what what the mentality was was there. Sure, sure. Um, and, and same thing with same thing with Nolf. But uh, I would have liked to see Kasai wrestle somebody. Yeah, right. I think I think he's gonna be really good at at freestyle. I really do. Um, so no, I, I get, I, I don't really blame any of the college guys if they, if they don't do it, obviously I would love it if they did, but, um, I, I get it, especially, you know, a lot of them are grad, like miles, miles didn't win NCAAs, but he's, you know, he's graduating this year. I think Penn state's graduation is this weekend as well. Like I, I Greg, or not that weekend, but the next weekend. Greg got me twisted because he's like Greg, Greg Martin. Cause he was. He was tweeting stuff like, oh, y'all turn it down, y'all turn it down. And I was like, yeah, Greg, tell him. Tell him to stop turning things down and go wrestle. And then Greg was like, yeah, but we turned it down. I'm like, Greg! <laughs> Greg, you had me! I, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what – I don't know. If we see – Jordan, I think, is going to be at the U.S. Open. Not wrestling, but I think he's going to be there. Maybe, I'll, maybe we'll ask him. Who are you, what are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I know that, um, you know, there was someone that was maybe going to wrestle David Taylor, and it got a little – gamey with the weigh-in rules and people wanting things, you know, it's almost like that who's number one thing you're talking about, Willie. It's like everyone's weighing in the same thing at plus three at this time or whatever the weigh-in rules for Beat the Streets. And then you got this separate thing with this person. David said, no, I don't want to do that. Um, Do the thing everyone else is doing. Don't play games. It's it's an exhibition match, first of all. Wrestle the match. You know, they made made Burroughs do that. That's all. Jordan just should have said no. What, what was Chimizo not going to wrestle him? No, I'm not doing any special well, that's where I can't believe Jordan did that's, that. That's where that's where uh, some people took offense to Jordan, or some people definitely disliked Jordan's tweet. Oh, Jordan, easy for you to say that you'll participate and beat the streets when, um, when you don't have to wrestle the Open. Yep. Easy for you to say when this, when that, uh, when you know when when you're the headliner or something. Um, listen, Jordan's been there every year. Jordan was there even in the years that, uh, once or twice where he did wrestle in the open. Jordan was there when they curveballed him to make weight a different weight on the at the 11th hour. Yeah. Uh, it just so happened to be the same year that, you know, Jordan kind of miffed that there's American money financing. Chimizo's training. Uh, Jordan did. Jordan did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, should we get into seniors a little more, or or not? Do we do we nail that enough last show? Because I don't know if there's any, well, any major there, changes. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any much changes. Um, and we kind of went through them all, right? Yeah, for the most part, I think we. I believe Our that picks. we did. How about look? How about we have Kyle come over here real quick? Well, I I asked if he would do an alien hour, and he said no. He said he doesn't have anything prepared. Well, he doesn't have time. he doesn't have time for an alien hour. But let's just let's just have Kyle here. Let's just get him involved. But he's not gonna be able to hear me, Willie. It's gonna be problematic. He can he can he can hear now. Can you hear, you hear me now, now, Kyle? I can hear you now. Wow, this is great. It's great to have you on, buddy. How you doing? Good. Nice little. 5 a.m. flight to Vegas. You know, Willie, Willie, you made history, you know. Um, they're the first call in since Johnny from Roanoke. First phone call on. <laughs> so I should have asked you this question. No. My dad, it was so funny. <laughs> My dad's like, you guys ever, uh, you ever take calls on your show? I'm like, ah, uh, we did one time. It didn't, it didn't go well. He's like, ah. He's like, I could, I could see that going off the rails or whatever. And he didn't ask what happened. Thank goodness. I, I couldn't, I could, I could never look him in the eye again. So I didn't have to tell him what Johnny, what Johnny asked me. Um, all right, Kyle. All right. Willie wanted you, you wanna over here. To, you want to go to questions with friends? Let's do it. Let's do it. We need, we need Kyle for questions from friends because, um, you, you, know, you can't do these. You literally can't yeah. do these. Um, Here's a question from me. If Willie wrestled in a match, would it be called a gout bout? That was just a quick one. There's um, a lot of gout ones. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's a good one. It's my favorite kind of gout side single. <laughs> that was that was another. Dude, people are so freaking funny. I was 
So what I do, I'll just I'll wake up in the morning. I'll open up my phone. I'll look at some of the questions. I don't really look at night. Um, and then I, I was like laughing in my bed, like some of these gout related questions people are asking. The free, the funniest thing ever when when you put the thing in our our Slack chat of uh, gout education, liking your tweet. I I was dying. That, I can't believe that's that happened. When- that is the mountaintop. That is when it got just totally ridiculous. Did you learn anything? When from I started, I didn't look at it. <laughs> that made me want to stop talking about gout. I, I wanted to like delete my Twitter history of talking about gout. When I start getting gout accounts, like yeah, <laughs> solidarity, brother. Like, get out of here. Gout strong, gout strong, Willie. Uh, okay, gout bout. Someone asked, "What's the latest on Seth Gross?" I don't know, man. I heard he's making his decision soon, but who knows? Maybe he'll be at the open and we'll ask him there. We'll, we'll you know what? We'll put some feelers out at the open. He's here. You already saw him? No, I saw him on uh, social medias. Okay. IG. We'll find him. We're going to find you, Seth. We're going to corner you. We're going to make you commit right there. He's here with Rana. Oh, right. Okay. Well, he'll probably be in her corner. So literally we will, we will find him. We'll just ask. Yeah. Him. Okay, that's cool. Let's get belt numbers for Rana so that we can go to his corner <laughs> and ask Seth questions. Doctor journalism. <laughs> That'd be great. Okay. Uh. All right. What's the first question? Oh, this is funny. Uh, can you settle the Ben versus Bo pinning debate? I feel like recency bias is kicking in for a lot of people. Yes, it is, and it's so funny. And th- this is why. This is why. And if Iowa, and believe me, if Iowa were on top right now, I'm sure it'd probably be really similar. But Penn State's on top right now. So they got a lot of fans that are kind of like, man, they don't really know the entire history of the sport, even back to Ben Askren. And Bracky knew as soon as he put out the, the piece of content on social where Ben said he's the best pinner of the 21st century, which is a fact, um, he's like, this is going to get Penn State fans so triggered. And it was like clockwork. And not only were they triggered, they were just historically inaccurate. They're like, we're going to act like Bo Nickel doesn't exist. Bo Nickel's not even the number one pinner in Penn State history. But Jason Nolf had more. He didn't lead the team on his for his own recruiting class. Okay? So, no, <laughs> he's not the best pinner in the modern era. I'm sorry. Ben Askren had 91. Bo Nickel had 59. Math exists. He didn't have as many pins as AJ Shop. He didn't have as many, many pins as, as Scott Moore. So while Ben Askren is, is debatably as good or, or maybe even a better, he'll maybe go down as a better wrestler than Ben Askren. That is certainly in the cards. But he's it, the pinning thing cannot be debated. I didn't, was, I didn't know this. It was thing. so funny. Uh, a couple of them were like, well, who was he wrestling? <laughs> they were they just turned it into well it's just a matter of opinion stats can mean anything no they I no. swear go look on Facebook yeah. oh 100 Willie 91 to 59 what is it they're just like well look at who he was wrestling stop stop no stop. no you know what what they're saying is look at who he was wrestling so then I would know who he wrestled because I have no idea who Ben Askren wrestled <laughs> that's, that's what they were they literally like I have no idea who he wrestled I don't know anything about what happened uh, before 2011 please look it up for me because I don't know that's what they really mean. So it's actually coming from a genuine place. That is they, actually really uh, At least the guy on Twitter deleted his tweet. He deleted it. 
He's like, get, get yeah. me the heck out of here. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that was just, you know, big fan base. A lot of, you know, there's some ignorance there. It happens. Um, well, all right, here we go. Uh, I'm sure this can get answered here, but why do the rest pat the wrestlers down? Is it to check for a foreign substance? I don't really know. Why do they? Pat? I mean, they pat their shoulders for, um, you know, make sure they're not like soaking wet. But I don't know why they. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of stupid. Um, will the results of beat the streets affect seating at World Team Trials? No, I don't think so. Can you set up a hotkey with Willie at Flo's cackle and play it when Wrestling Nomad hates on America? We should do that. We should do that. Yeah, it would get a lot of use. I did. I'm going to Willie for this one. Um, Ben's got a Ben has a date tomorrow. Any important first date questions that I should be sure to ask? Um, he's gonna ask somebody a first date question. What do you ask her? Uh, I don't know, Kyle. What does he ask her? Um, he should definitely wow. be something. Any, is there a family history of gout? That maybe would be like come up. You don't want to. You don't want to make a child that's gout prone, right? I mean, the first. That's like you guys are setting me. Is she on the pill? Would be the first question. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, this is a good. You know what, Ben? This is helpful because it's a great process of elimination. So that's the thing you don't ask. Um. <laughs> Well, I feel like I feel like that's the direction you wanted me to go, but you also be offended. So there, there's your humor. I knew you guys. I know you guys. <laughs> I honestly had no idea that that's the direction you would go. All right, Jeffrey uh, says, "Is there any is there any chance at gout education will become Willie? Only one of us can talk at a time. <laughs> Hold on. Well, all right. Go. Thanks." Is there any chance Gout Education will become an official sponsor of FRL so Willie can finally kick Gout in the acid? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, but no, probably not, probably not a good chance of that happening. Now, Willie, was there something you were trying to say? No, I was just making a joke. Oh, well, it probably would have been funny. Hey, we got to make we have yeah. to make our U.S. Open picks. We our senior level senior picks. You guys have senior level picks. We did. Did we not do it? We didn't. The we, whole last show. We made. We made no. We, what was that? You got something in the microwave? That was Adam. <laughs> that was Adam Feller's texting me. That was the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Hey. All right. So we got. Let's do our picks. Let's do our picks. We did not make any sort of p- picks last time. We need to pick who's gonna no, win. Let's do it. We gotta go kind of rapid fire, but uh, I know you can do it. Um. Young Willie. All right, 57. Gilman Fix, NATO Cruz, et cetera, et cetera. It's Gilman or Fix. I got Gilman. Uh, I got Gilman. Oh. I'll take Fix. I kind of want to pick Dayton. Man. Something changed from those Final X matches? No, nothing's changed, but I just... Uh... <laughs> no. No, nothing's changed, but freaking, ah, uh, I don't know. I just had, I had a feeling this week coming into this week. I'm like, 
I'm picking Dayton. Wild card. Rolling the dice. Okay. Fight me. Um, I love good. No, no, no. Oh, you picked against him at Final X, Kyle Brackey. So don't say I. I learned my lesson. I did. Well, I'm even stupider because I've watched him beat him twice, and then I picked against him. It makes no sense. I think he's healthy now too. I think he looked better at Uregan and Kolov. I'm not saying Dayton will make the team, but I, I just think he starts to twitch if he goes like longer than a week without winning a wrestling tournament. I just think he's due. He just wins wrestling tournaments. So uh, I'll take Dayton. Um, 61, Ramos. Bru- oh, geez. If we pick against Tony. I, pick, I already picked Tony, so I don't think that's. <laughs> I'm literally picking for uh, self-preservation. Um, I really oh, like also doesn't the u.s open i know but he also at some point tony ramos is not as good as he once was and he lost to Corey clark what what he's as good now as he ever was <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, now did he peak did he peak his body for awl that seems unlikely however awl um give me the top tier again brewer ramos graf Clark Waters, Nico, uh, I, Shelton Mack. I low, I low, I low key hate this group. They're what? all sporadic. They are all sporadic. Who? Yeah, they're all they're all flakes. Sorry, guys. Well, Tony's definitely not a flake, but um, he's very consistent. No, I'm Clark. taking Tony. I'll man. I just Tyler Graff takes second or third. He re- he's not allowed to win a tournament. That's been decided long ago. <laughs> long ago. Before he was born. Oh, my God. You got to cut your text notifications off, Willie. It's so loud. I, it's Fellers. Fellers just picked <laughs> Whitford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Whitford is in the mix. You take him. <laughs> Fellers, quit texting Willie. It's very loud. Um, no one texts Willie right now until the show's over. He's not going to hit you back anyways. He doesn't hit anyone back. It's a total waste of your time. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Brewer. That's who I want to pick, too. At least if at least if I pick Brewer, when Tony confronts me, I'd be like, this dude, he texted you at who's number one. We were there. We talked afterwards. It happened. This is really <laughs> difficult. This is hard for me. Um... Screw it. I'm taking Tony. Who cares? I can't. Sometimes I don't want to take people because I don't. I don't want people to say, "Well, you just love Tony." Yeah, I do love Tony. I'll take. Brewer. I love Cody Brewer too, especially now that he resides in the fine state of uh, where's where does Tyler Graff live? He was at uh, Virginia Tech for like 45 minutes. Nobody. I don't think he lives there anymore. I don't think he lives anywhere. <laughs> he li- No, he lives somewhere. I've confirmed that. I know. He- uh, I think he just left there one day. I don't want to pick. I don't want. I really don't want to pick sixty-five. Because Jordan, give me, Oliver, give me. he will definitely yell at you if he finds out you picked against him. Yanni, I love Yanni. I love Frank Molinaro. I kind of want to pick Zane. <sighs> All right, Willie, you pick first. We already know Nomad's got J.O. I'm like... Oh, my gosh. These long pauses are I don't want to take 
I got, I got three. You go then. I got Jo. I, I can't decide between Jo, Frank, and and Zane. But Jo you know, is the. I mean, we don't know anyone's weight situation, right? Like, um, we know that Jo has made it twice, or made it back to back days before. Frank Molinero has not. He has beaten Zane Rutherford three times, maybe four. He's beaten Frank Molinero historically. I don't think anyone else is really in his wavelength except maybe Yanni. And and they train together, so I don't even know what that means. I think Jordan is the smart money pick. And if he makes it to the final against Zane, ample recovery time. I'm going to take J.O. Wait, is Zane... What's what's Zane going to be seated to? I would assume... I, I think that I think there's a chance that Jo is going to be like fatigued, like early. I don't know. Give me Jo. But wow, clean sweep for Jo. All right. But I kind of seventy. Okay. 70. Nolf, Green, Pantelio, Chamberlain, Sorensen, Deacon. That's enough. That's enough names. I've got Jason Nolf. I have Jason Knopf as well, the changing of the guard. He, he'll he beat Green in the semis because I think that's where they'll hit right now. Yeah. The teams don't change. And then, four, one, yeah. Five. And then how about this? I got uh, Panaleo in the finals. I like that pick. I really do. I didn't realize it. Someone mentioned it on Facebook late in the stream on Tuesday. He beat Chambo twice at the 2017 U.S. Open. Okay. That is notable. I think his freestyle is awesome. He's pr- yes, he's good. His style's good for freestyle. He's a perfect size, I think. Um, he's jacked. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go James until further notice. I just want to see. I'm going James. Yeah, because Brian Snyder will beat you up if you pick against him. Brian Snyder can't beat me up. <laughs> oh, the beating that Brian Snyder could put on you at any point in time. He's All right, even, he's not coming here. What? What's he doing? His brother's getting married. That's bullcrap. What a selfish brother. <laughs> uh, seventy-four. Imar, Valencia, Wick, Massa, Gant, Murphy, Valamont. Uh, there may be people I missed, but uh, I don't Quentin think so. Quentin Godley. Two Fair words. Fair. Uh, I don't think – I mean, I got Imar here. I don't know who's going to beat him. Oh, Jared Freyer. Thank you, Kyle. And Josh Shields. Yeah, Imar, though, stinks Freyer hits Imar in the quarters because anywhere else in that bracket might be able to make a run to, like, the semis, maybe in the finals. But Imar, he's he's very good. Yeah, yeah I, Imar. I think it's Imar Valencia. I think I'm – I think – I like Valencia. I want to see what he does. I'm very excited to watch him. He'll be my kind of sleeper finals pick if he's opposite Isaiah. May not happen, but uh, I'm excited to see him. Hopefully back to the form. I mean, remember this guy at the, took third at the Open in like 2015. He teched Tyler Caldwell. He beat all these dudes. Uh, I, I think he can he can make a run if he's returned to form. Alex Marinelli's listed in the registration, but I feel like I heard he scratched or something. Yeah. Nomad said, um, Dang. Marinelli and Sebastian Rivera scratched. That's why Rivera wasn't seated. Uh, okay. 
I hope they're not meeting with like Puerto Rico and like Italy to wrestle for them or anything. Hey, Italy will take. Well, let's go. <laughs> what? Let's go. Where are you from, dude? I'm Italian. This is why you don't. No, you're not. You're American. Oh my gosh. Kick you, you literally off. are like the most American person ever. Yeah, I know. But guys, Marinelli isn't making the senior team this year. You don't know that. Yes, I do because he's not even in the open. <laughs> yeah. Last chance qualifier. Last chance, this, then trials. Hey, then Kazakhstan. The three seed. What's next? The three seeded guys at 79. Chance, Nate Jackson, and Eric Derringer. Yeah. Are also, they just pretty sure the two because Nate Jackson went up. Nate Jackson went up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This could, that's a hot weight. Uh, I got Ringer, dude. I think. If I enter seventy nine, I qualify for the trial. Well, there's more than seven guys entered. You'd have to beat some people. Yeah, right. You should enter. All right, eighty six. Hmm. Eighty six. Sorry, I'm just looking at this. Who's who at seventy nine? Eighty six. Uh, PD3 in the mix. That gets me fired up. Miles Martin, PD3, Sammy Brooks, who's been awesome. Uh, then I think a little bit of a – oh, Brett Farr. Super – Brett Supernaw. <laughs> I just love that's his last name. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Quartz. Kenny Quartz still entering tournaments. Nino Bonacorsi. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. This is Wait. this is kind of tough to pick. Take Pat Downey. What about Pat Downey? Who do you who are you picking? I kind of want to pick PD three. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I do too. And then I also kind of want to pick Sammy Brooks though. She's been awesome. I think the evidence is with Brooks. Like he's been doing really well lately. Yeah. He has been doing really well. And I don't think Miles Martin's ever beat him. Which is kind of crazy. Insane. Like, yeah. Oh, Miles. I'm Miles would be like, let me. Miles is like, let me take out Bo Nickel here real quick, and then gets smashed by Sammy Brooks four hours later. Like, what? How's this happen? Yeah. Um, I, I got Miles by Miles. I'm taking PD three. I'm, dude. That's gonna be a fun ride. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Give me PD three Hawk. Actually, he's PD3 Tigerhawk now. Remember when he was PD3 Hawk on Twitter? Now he's not. What? I think he's a tax assassin now. He's a tax <laughs> what? assassin. What are the seeds? Uh, he's like the three. Pat's the three. I think he'll he'll hit Miles in like the semi. God, so you almost have to take – I'll take the winner of that. Gonna... No, you have to pick <laughs> one name. I'll say Miles. Oh, my gosh. You will pick four dudes. I that's yeah. Miles, Miles is pretty good. Max Dean's also involved here. Okay, Bo Nickel at ninety-two. I'm picking him. He will have Machiavello in the semis. I can't wait for that match. But I've got Bo Nickel. Who you guys got? Well, have him in the semis. Yeah. The heck are they seated? That's like the two-three. The one is um, uh, what's his face? Zomer. Uh, E yes. Let me make sure that's true. Yeah. I mean Zilmer, yeah, it has to be. Zilmer. He's in the final 
man, I'll take Bo. I'll take Bo over Zimmer. Same. That's a tough road. Machiavelli. Yeah. Good. Zimmer. Good. Oh, Colin Moore is also involved here. I I didn't have him. Man, get call Cody Walters. Tell him. No, no. man. No. Call your man. He's jacked. Ninety-seven. He is not jacked. Yes, He's, he is. Is he now? Listen, if I found out, he was, I am gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him unless right. unless I find out you're trying to be the Mountaineer mascot, in which case I will support you 100%, Cody. If that's not the case, get your hind parts down to 86, 79, <laughs> really. You went hind parts. Yeah, right, you tell him that. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna confront Cody Walters. I'm going to confront you. Uh, 90. I love Cody Walters. Um, all right, <laughs> 97. This is among the tougher scenes. Um, but I got Gadsden. He's won this tournament multiple times. But you know, Win Mahalik's really good. Ty Wall's really good. But I got Gadsden. Who did Walls? Was that Walls and Schaefer final last year? Yes. Correct. Sweet baby Jesus. Um, yeah, give me Gadsden. Walls oh, beat. Walls. walls uh, Gadsden had Walls beat and just like, I think he gave up like a late takedown or something. It was kind of, I was like, wait, what? The. So I, I don't think that's going to happen again. Michael Boykin down at 97. Okay. Him and I'll uh, take uh, him and Hydley are gonna meet in the yeah. middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Gadsden as well. I'm really interested to see Win Mahalik though. He's very good. I love Win Mahalik. Win Mahalik's awesome. Great guy too. Yep. 125 kilograms. Adam Kuhn, Dom Bradley, uh Yusuf Hamida, Tanner Hall, Derek White, Garrett Ryan, Gary Busey. No, he's not entered. Uh Brandon Metz. <laughs> Tony Nelson, I've got, I've got Kuhn, right? Kuhn. Is he double entered? Tony Nelson. No, because he's was in Final X. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have to do it. So only one tournament for Kuhn. Yeah. I'll take Bradley. Uh, I'll take Kuhn over Bradley. That's what I like, too. I like that as well. Um, All right. Well, we we picked the champions. Uh, no alien hour today. Very sad. No, I wasn't expecting to even have this opportunity to sit on Willis' couch with him and do this. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what. Last night I got a DM, um, and it was the first alien hour tip from a D1 head coach. Nice. Wow. This is big. Well, okay, so now, and I'll say, here's a couple things I've heard. One, we have actual police reports for next week's Alien Hour. Is that accurate? That's accurate. Uh, hopefully, I'll have those uh, in my hands today. So, we're going to have two breakthroughs. We're going to have our first documents ever. We're going to be able to say we, we have documents. We sound like Alex yep. Jones now. Uh, and then we're gonna also <laughs> going to be able to say that we have Division One coaches are involved. We had Yanni. Yanni's on board. Canaan uh, uh, yep. Store. Pretty much all 141s in on Alien Hour. So, this is... We're picking up steam, and we're going to crack this thing wide open. Uh, so very exciting. All Our guy, Oliver Stone, uh, apparently, I found out about this yesterday, 
that Willie claims in a month and a half he could run a marathon. Now, oh no, this was you, bad. Well, there's, there's, you okay, cannot so even, Willie. You don't have the endurance. Willie, listen, listen to me right now. Listen to me right now and stop talking. You don't have the endurance to watch a marathon. I don't know what you're even. I I don't even understand how you could possibly consider this as a reality. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that what Oliver told you was a complete butchery of what we were talking about. Okay. It was it was a half marathon and it was in two months. Uh, he is right. It was half marathon. Okay, two months, think, half a marathon. Here's here's my thing. In, okay. in two months, in two months, could I prepare to run thirteen? Could I in two months could I run thirteen months at a clip? And the answer to that is absolutely yes. The answer to that is absolutely no for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, when you told, I think it was Mason Beckman that asked you this if you could do it. Uh, you couldn't. You could hardly walk. The night before, you would ask me to pop your foot off well, okay. on multiple occasions. And then, secondly, you would not train if given a few months. You just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, is the question could? I, I mean, mean, you could say anybody could. No, but here's the thing. I, I think people, because something is physically possible, they'll say they. They just say, okay, so then he could. But there is a mental aspect to this that you no longer possess. There are t- there's two components. You no longer possess the mentality to do this. That is a component. I know vanity. Like, why do I – what am I going to run a half marathon for? Exactly. Who the hell wants to do that? Exactly. Am I going to be in a pageant? Am I going to win a medal? I mean, what the hell do you want to do that for? You might you might make it to fifty two years old if you got in, if you got your butt in shape. I know I can make it to fifty two. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, I think any human being on planet Earth, if you give them two months, they can they can run thirteen miles. It's not even hard. It's just a just a matter of just do it. It's not an incredible feat. Uh, you have incredible feet. They're they don't fit in any shoes. There's big fat people run half marathons, <laughs> half mile, half They're they're not running them. They're not running. They're completing like, them. Oh, they're completing them. This guy has great shape. No, just put one foot in front of the other for thirteen freaking miles. Uh, so yeah, I I'm I'm putting you down. It's a no for me, dog. You can't do a half marathon That's in two no. months. And you know what? It, this is like a. You guys like a dare. Yes. I bet you I do. I bet you I... I promise you this. Oh, boy. This summer, I will run. I'll run. I'll run 10 miles at a clip. No, you got to enter a race, dude. No, I'm not entering. <laughs> you have to have a bib. You have to. I Unless you. What a marathon. I am not entering a freaking contest. We never <laughs> ever that will never that happen. We live fourteen hundred miles away from you. We will never know if you actually ran ten miles. I will go pro the freaking thing. For the whole ten. <laughs> no, we'll listen, we'll do it. I gotta wear this. Oh yeah, that's what we were gonna do. We were gonna have like a fun run and our slogan is gonna be out with the gout. Out with the gout. Alright, so the Willie Sailor Pro Am out with the gout. 10 miler will happen 
proximal to Final X, June 8th to 15th, on the road trip, at some point, 10 miles. I'll just run. I could just, <laughs> I'll just leave the Scataway and I'll run a We'll pick you up 10 miles down the road. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm By the serious. way, and here's the, I'm dead serious too, because when I got back from Flow Nationals, I got this pill. I mean, the gas going away. Their gas going to be gone. So you're on the pill. He kept talking. <laughs> he kept talking about this magic pill all weekend when we were at Flowness. I was like, "That's not just going to heal everything." I was like, "You got to change the way you eat and drink a little bit. It's not going to help." But he yeah. insists the pills fix everything. Why? What? What? What can we incentivize you with, Willie, to make sure you run ten miles uh, this summer around the Final X road trip with us? We'll film the whole thing. Free, free flow pro count. <laughs> I can't promise you now. Come on, Willie. I can't promise you that. Um, um, I don't know. No, listen. Real realness. I'm starting to eat a little better. Uh, if my feet are good, I I always used to run. I ran a lot. So I'm gonna start working out again. Willie, you also wrestled 103. There's a lot of things that you used to do. Well, it's kind of hard to work out when your feet always hurt. Yeah, but Willie, you had about you had about four years between gout flare-ups where you could have been running and didn't. Yeah, mostly because I spent that time drinking beers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here we go. All right. Well, listen. I think I think uh, the community needs to be made aware that Willie Sailor is trying to change his ways. He's trying to be gout-free like you and me. He's um, he's decreasing. He's, he's decreasing how much he dips which is very exciting to me. He's trying to drink a little more sensibly. Give, give us an update on the dip. I haven't, I haven't had a real chew in a week. Just a, pouches. Just so step he, in the right direction. Yes. I, I didn't understand that, but you explained to me that I, I didn't understand the difference. Um, I, I, to me, that's like I drank cans of beer instead of bottles. I didn't understand the difference, but I guess there's a difference. Yeah. So I mean, It's less potent. Less potent. So he's reducing the potency there. So he's dipping less. He's trying to eat better. But wrestling community, you guys have to keep Willie accountable. You see him stepping out. You see him acting wild at the casino, yelling at the craps table. You say, dude, you got a 10-miler coming up. <laughs> I won't run 10 miles this, this summer. It has to be between June 8th and 15th. It has to be while you're in town? Yeah, we have to, we have to be able to. We're, I will become a, a notary public, and I will notarize the tent that you ran a 10-miler. We're going to, like, follow you in the car like they do uh, Tour de France, like bike riders. Yes. We're going to get you, like, a – yeah, we'll get you an outfit and everything. It'll be awesome. All right. Um, hey, we're going to be we're gonna be in the same room later today. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be watching the NFL Draft and Greco and um, eating horrible food at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Hey, listen, guys. I – The NFL draft is my favorite day of the year. And I know that some of you guys don't care about the NFL and don't care about the draft. But the NFL draft is my favorite day of the year. So tweet me who you want your team to pick. Because I just love to hear it. I love to talk. Oh, speaking of football, get this. CEO, co-founder of Flow Sports, Mark Flow, comes up to me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Like last week, he's like, what are you doing next Thursday or Friday or something? A day I would be at the open. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to be at the US Open. He's like, oh, okay. So like, 
the Redskins are having a golf fundraiser. I was thinking you you go, you're a Redskins fan. He's like, Matthew McConaughey and like Snyder or whatever are going to be there. I'm like, what? So I'm missing that. So that's cool. But um, but I, I would rather be at the U.S. Open than uh, – well, first of all, I don't golf. It would be highly embarrassing. I don't golf. When I go to Top Golf, I hold it like a hockey club and swing it. Oh my God. We can't do that. We can't. As a company, we yeah. cannot have you do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for the brand, not in front of the homies. It's one thing is top golf in front of in front of the boys, but not in front of McConaughey. I start swinging like <laughs> Gilmore. Yeah, that'd be really bad. I, but I tell you what, I smoke that thing. That ball flies. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably, yeah, he'd probably like, get this jabroni out of here. So, anyways, are, are we good to go? Any parting thoughts before we depart? We're good to go. Tweet me who you want your team to take. Who do you want the Packers to take? Uh, so, we have two picks. Uh, I'd like to see us go uh, with one of the Iowa tight ends at 12. And then um, a defensive edge rusher uh, at 30. All right. That's Kyle's. If you guys tweet me yours. Christian, I'll see you here in a little bit, you bum. I want Dwayne Haskins really bad. I broke. I found out who he was yesterday. I broke down his tape. He's the real deal. And um, I think the Redskins should get him. I was like, I was like who's he play right. for? Now I'm all in. All right. So I want him. Um, so I, does Iowa recruit um, tight ends like, like Tom Brands recruits lightweights? Like we'll just get three or four really good ones and figure it out. Yes, they have two tight ends in the first round. Right, and the, uh, George Kittle, who just broke the season record for tight end receiving yards with Iowa as well. It's Clark Gilman all over again. I love it. The Hawkeyes, there's they love the competition. All right, Caleb, we are ready to go. You can play our outro music. There it is. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, sorry we weren't live on all the channels. Uh, I will have Bracky appropriately train me on how to do that for when he goes on another flight again even though it looked pretty easy. Um, we'll, U.S. Open right now until Saturday. Um, it's going to be awesome. we got tons of content on the site. Make sure you're checking it out. Make sure you're watching the matches. Uh, and we will be back next Tuesday in our regular battle stations. And it will be officially Beat the Streets week. Can't wait for that. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time.